I'm Frank Powers, and this is Lifestyle Tucson, the program where I speak to our neighbors, the people behind the scenes of our amazing organizations, small businesses, and nonprofits. Our friends are informing you how they serve our community, and they're here to give you updates on future projects. Let's make some new friends today. Let's help some more kids today on Lifestyle Tucson because there are children all over in need and not just in the United States. Through the hard work of volunteers seeking to positively impact the poorest segments of Mexican and Ecuadorian societies, PROMESA was born. PROMESA means promise. The primary mission of the PROMESA organization is to assist and provide support and basic services to low-income children from Mexico and Ecuador who need assistance in meeting their daily life needs as well as to prevent them from engaging in a life of violence, delinquency, and crime. And more importantly, to provide participating families with a foundation from which to improve their quality of life and break the cycle. Volunteers from different communities in Arizona have established a board of directors and committees exclusively for charitable and educational purposes to provide aid to poor children from Mexico and Ecuador. And today, I am fortunate enough to speak with Dr. Elena Parra, Pre Vice President of PROMESA, as well as Irene Rodriguez, the President of PROMESA. Ladies, welcome to Lifestyle Tucson. Thank you. Thank you. So let's begin by giving a little history lesson of what PROMESA is all about. PROMESA is an organization that was founded uh, to provide children and families with the tools that they need to positively change the, the, their life and their lifestyle. What we do is we have three programs, and I'm going to be talking about the training programs. And uh, our president, Irene, is going to be talking about the orphanage and uh, uh, what we do in Ecuador. Um, the training programs that we have is we, we select people from the poorest segments of Nogales, Sonora. These are people, persons that uh, usually live in cardboard houses or uh, are live under extreme poverty. And what we do is we train them either as a hairstylist or a seamstress. And while they are being trained, we give them the groceries for every month. Uh, we also pay the teachers, and we pay the uh, child caretakers. We also, when they finish the program, we give them everything they need to start working. This is our third generation. Our past generations, everybody's already working, either from home or in a factory or in a hair saloon. And they, uh, we have uh, videos in Facebook and Instagram where they talk about the change that this program has made on their lives. When they initially started, their kids had hardly anything to eat. They will eat tortillas or beans or rice, and that's about it. And now they, they come with their stories on how they are now able to provide for their children and how they can uh, guide them towards a better future. We also um, occasionally give them training on how to build a business or how to uh, raise the children properly. So we have um, uh, people that are very interested in building a better future for themselves and their families. And this is one of our main program, or more the, um, better said, our main program. And it's also the most expensive. And this is why we are coming here I, I believe that as women that have made it in, uh, 
in, uh, in our life. We have an obligation toward those other women that don't have the means to make it that we had. And they don't have the opportunity to work and, and, uh, and have a good life. So we enable them to be able to build a good future instead of just giving them something that is gonna be gone in a few hours. So I, I appeal to all, uh, to all the w women uh, that are listening to us to please help us help those of us who, those, those that are out of need. Let's, um, let's give them what they don't have. Let's contribute to them having a better life. I also am talking to, to men that are listening to us because uh, I believe men have a depth in history towards women. Because Slow down they, a second. Wait a minute, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, in a sense, they have contributed to our oppression. No, so. <laughs> wait. Uh, wait a minute. Hang on. I got to wait. I, I think I uh, hear uh, my, someone call me in the other room. No, of course. Okay. And also, I believe every man came from a woman. Uh, yeah, we exactly, all have moms. Exactly. That's right. So in, in a sense, uh, a, a, a way or to be forgiven is to help us now. Yeah. <laughs> to help those who do not have as much well, and who are in great need. What you're, I mean, think of this plea right out of the gate right here from uh, our fine doctor. I appreciate it. Everything you just said, it's very moving and it's hard to hear because I don't think that people really think of how what extreme poverty is, right? Mm -hmm. Especially if it's at the border, especially for uh, people of different cultures, obviously, because they don't think about it, right? Mm -hmm. If you have an opportunity to show that you had the means, you speaking from your relationship with growing up, your relationship to success, your relationship to education, and what you see that you had, and that when you see that others don't have that, you see that's what's holding them back. If people are given opportunities that they can take to then not only just educate themselves, like you said, you're giving people entire career paths because everyone's always going to need to get their hair did, I hear, right? <laughs> and everyone's always going to need their clothes mended. And especially when you can mend your family's clothes or do your own kid's hair, right? That's a huge expense that you get to save. So teaching real skills is such a huge benefit to helping people. But not only that, you're taking care of these kids as you're teaching them skills. You're taking care of them by helping them with their groceries all month long to get through the program, paying these teachers extra to make sure that these teachers care as well and that they are taken care of. You are really doing what I call it's the domino effect. You're making the dominoes fall in the right direction, helping so many lives. Talk about generation. Helping that mom is helping that kid, and helping that kid is helping the future so that he doesn't become a latchkey kid. I hate latchkey kids. Kids on the streets, just running rampant, breaking into things. You got to get them off the streets, teach them how to be good kids, and teach them how to be good people with good character. And that's hard to do when all of society is crushing down on you and you can't even feed yourself more than a tortilla. Yeah, that's hard. So your organization's doing a lot. So already, she's asking for help. So if you feel moved by some of this plea, just know how important it really is because that's what they're here to do. They're here to tell you that they need help. So let's help some people today. So tell me more about what's going on because that was a lot right off the bat. So let's let's scale it back. And why don't you tell me a little bit, Miss President, Madam President, about the organization and, and just everything else that's going on. Thank you. Well, as Dr. Parra said, uh, PROMESA, is a nonprofit organization, and we consist of the three components. 
one workshops where we teach um, ladies to um, sew or make, well, sew as well as make dresses from scratch. Really? And then um, ladies that will do hair. And they also have to have so many hours that are required before they get their license. And we, we help establish them once they've graduated from the school they become established uh, with all the tools that they need for their profession. And so that's what it consists of, plus taking care of their children while they're doing this. Mm -hmm. And as you said, you know, keeping them off the street. And we do the same thing with um, the orphanage and uh, the um, Ecuador, uh, helping them to keep the children off the street, to keep them in school and keep them out of gangs. And um, it's that's what mainly we you know they're our future, so we need to uh, work with them and teach them the right way in life. Yeah, and that's basically what our needs are with the children. Well, we, gangs are real. That's yes. the thing about kids. Kids are very impressionable. You're growing up, and especially when you hit those years and things are tough. Even if you are the richest kid, teenage years are tough. Being a teenager. Guy or girl. It's a very weird emotional time. And you can really get very affected. And you get affected by the people that are around you and the people that you're around. So if you fall into gangs and fall into gangland violence, which you can happen at the border especially, right? Mm -hmm. And in these places where violence and drug cartels and things like that exist and are actively recruiting, looking for people in these dire situations, you don't want these kids to be born as victims from the word go because you brought up the orphanage. I was doing a little research. I hear that the orphanage even has kids that were abandoned mm -hmm. from birth. Kids that are abandoned from birth. Kids that are abandoned when they find out there might be a birth defect or maybe something in the mental health problems with the kids that then the parents go, oh, no thanks, and they abandon them. That to me is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It's, uh, it's in Ecuador, we uh, we have a, uh, we help uh, what is called uh, desayunador. Dining room. Like a dining room where oh. kids whose parents are in drugs or are abandoned or are neglected, whenever they feel hungry, they can go they can go and eat there. Wow. And, and also, uh, one of the program coordinators, which is one of our spiritual directors, which is Father, uh, who is uh, Abraham Guerrero, is his name, uh, he uh, every year buys for their uh, school supplies, their shoes, uh, if they need to be seen by the medical doctor, he takes them there or by the, to the dentist. So he kind of cares, take, cares, I'm sorry, he kind of takes care mm -hmm. of those kids, even though he lives here. Wow. Um, eh, but uh, we have a coordinator there that does the job. Now, we don't provide for the whole program. He has other sources that help them, but we are one of the programs that help him with that. Okay. Okay. Well, that's huge. Yeah. I mean, that's talk about work abroad. I mean, you're doing work here and there in Ecuador. Yeah. All right. So before then, we'll go back to the orphanage in a moment. Tell me more about some of what's going on in Ecuador. How else are you helping these kids besides with that food? The only other way, uh, no, uh, the only other way that we help, we basically just provide them with some uh, monetary assistance. Okay. And uh, and. Uh, once in a while, we go and give them training. Like I went there a couple of years ago and trained the parents how to raise their kids properly. Mm -hmm. And then is uh, that all? 
<laughs> that would be nice, huh? Right? I so mean, easy. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's such a huge thing to, to say, mm-hmm. right? right? Like, you realize right. what you're saying in that sense. It's a right. big sentence. Yeah. You're teaching them how to raise their children correctly. Exactly. Because they really don't give that, uh, you know, education out really anywhere, do they? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Right. I know plenty of people here uh, living next door to me that could probably uh, use some of that education. (laughs) Those kids are animals. (laughs) And and also what we do is besides, you know, providing them with a nutritious meal before they begin the school day, we also, um, you know, encourage them to come back and stay there and do their homework at the end of the day. We have computers that are used there to do their homework, and we also help them with any school materials that they may need. And and we don't do that, of course, directly, but we do have, as Dr. Parra said, someone over there that does take care of all that for us. So basically, we just want to keep them off the streets because some of them, as you say, are abandoned or their parents are on drugs mm-hmm. and they have no one to take care of them. So this is something that is important to this community in uh, Ecuador, somebody there that can um, the children have a place to go to the, where they can feel safe? Yeah, if, I mean, if you're not giving kids like shoes, the most important thing mm-hmm. is hope. Yeah. You're giving kids hope, yes. and and that's really important and, because I can't fathom what having drug addicted parents is like. And, and the spiritual director that that we help with this program because we don't run the whole program, we just help him. Um, he is very interested in fighting uh, all the gang phenomena. Okay. That's why he he does this, and he has been very successful in keeping these kids from going to gangs because they come from those dysfunctional families that if there's not, not anybody there to help them, they will end up the same way. Yeah. So he's very, very interested in that, and that's why he established this program. Everything over there sounds like it's just so much work. It's hard to really mm-hmm. quantify it, but when you talk about it, like you have a representative there. They see it. And you see it. It's not just like, well, we raise money and we send it. No, no, no. 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 It's no. it's legit. It's allocated. And that means a lot. Because, yes. again, whenever I talk to organizations and they're getting shoes for children, it really is important. Think of how much you might take for granted shoes, socks, mm-hmm. things like that that even soldiers need. You always hear how much they need that stuff. Because it's little things, creature comforts like that, that can make you feel like a sane person, even in the toughest of situations. You need to be able to be able to walk on the street wearing shoes. Yeah. So that's a you really know, big deal. One one of our group members, Yeah. Um, the reason why she joined our program is because she said that her, his fa- her father was one of those kids. I believe it. And, and, um, and she said that one time his father told her, the one time when this group went to give them some help during Christmas, that he felt, oh, somebody cares about me. Yeah. And yeah. so he he changed the way he was, uh, what he was doing. Yeah. And then later on, he came to the United States, and then he became a very rich man here. Wow. So. That's huge. You learned that lesson, and that tells you that. Hope. Hope. You can't put a price on it. You can't put a price on what that really is because that's the thing that will fuel that fire to make someone able to survive and then make it and then make himself a success. That's huge. And then go back. And that's often what I bet happens. People that you've saved, people you've helped, people you take care of, then they grow up and then they know that they have to give back to or their kids give back because they wouldn't be here without that help that they got from you. Yeah. 
Now, yeah. that's very important. It really, really is. And let's talk about the orphanage now a little bit. The same thing is true of the orphanage. Yeah. You know, we assist them. Uh, I can't say that we provide everything for them, but we assist them. And what we do is we assist them with um, every August, you know, their school books, school mm-hmm. uniforms, and also um, any materials that they may need. So the orphanage consists of children who also have been abandoned or, as you say, um, parents didn't want them because of some birth defect. Um, their parents might be in associated with drugs and prostitution. And so there they have a safe place. They are taken care of by the sisters that are there. And um, I might add that the sisters are not even from this country. They're from Nigeria and um, or Africa. and But they they came here years ago, and they've been working with these children. And um, they provide a safe environment for them, a very clean environment, and they're fed and taken care of and make sure they get to school. And um, we assist them with uh, these tasks, you know, of of providing some things for them. And so, again, um, they're there until the age of 18. Mm -hmm. And some of these children, um, clothes that is handed down to them, um, they, they do wear uniforms to school because it's required. But clothing that is, to us, we discard they readily accept it, mm-hmm. and they're very pleased, especially during the Christmas season. We make it a point to uh, take gifts to each of the, the, the children there, and um, they, they do feel, you know, that people do care, that someone cares. And as you said, when you do something for someone, it comes back to you in many ways. Absolutely. Or you give of yourself more so because you know you, you experienced it, and you know what it's like. And so these, you make the life of these children. And um, as, as the doctora was saying, you know, the children that have um, acquired all the knowledge and throughout the years um, have, I, I think, are the ones that have a greater chance of succeeding. After all, children are our future. Yeah. And we have to provide for them now while we can help out, whether it's our child or not, our grandchildren or not. You know, we're all mothers, grandmothers, and what have you. And, and, and fathers, too. You know, fathers have experienced that, and they see that. And so they want to help. They remember what it was like maybe, you know, years ago. And um, they've succeeded here now, and so they also want to give back to the community here in in Nogales, wherever, yeah. you know. Well, and that's what you got to do is you got to give. And I'll tell you, a lot of the stuff that you do do, and I noticed this is just a little note on the website. Well, remember, it's based on funds. So it's important to note that the number of program participants and the number of children served will be determined by fund availability. So you can donate mm-hmm. and you can sponsor a kid yourself. This is right on the website, too. You can go sponsor kids mm-hmm. at various things, correct? Yeah, I, I would like to add something to that. I think it's very important that those that are hearing um, uh, this um, communication, <laughs> uh, please help us. Because this, uh, especially the, the training programs, are very expensive for us. And we need your help to keep it going. I wish you could hear how the ones that have already completed the programs feel. They have gone from feeling... The, 
one of them said I was in a big black hole and I tried to pull up and I will go farther down. And then when this program started, I finally saw the light. Mm -hmm. And now that I can provide for my kids and everything, I want in the future to be able to establish programs like this too. And so, but we cannot do it alone. We need the help. So please, please send your donations. Uh, We also have an event coming on August 20 at El Mesquite uh, Salon. Uh, you can find it in the internet. Uh, he, we will be there from 12 to 6.30. We will have uh, different uh, entertainment, like mariachis, folklorico. On the Prince of Promotion, the King of Commotion, it's a big event, right? It's happening on, the, it's a marathon. You're having a marathon yes. <laughs> on August 20th from noon to 6.30 at the Mesquite Ballroom. It's at 7130 South Nogales Highway. There's going to be folkloric dances from Mexico, mariachi, fashion shows, <laughs> dancing with professional DJs, excellent food, of course, right? And you can also donate and or do what you can. Oh, look, Letty from Estrella TV is going to be the moderator. There's a big star. Mm-hmm. How exciting. <laughs> so it's $15 a person, $25 get you food included. So that's super simple, too. You can go get all the details online, I'm sure. I'll give you that all in the recap, but that's a good easy way to help this great organization is go party and maybe uh, run a marathon. Is it a a running marathon? We used to make it a marathon all day long until night, but then we realized we better cut it because people uh, won't be able to stay all day. bursting into flames. Yes, (laughs) it's August. That's why we call it marathon. (laughs) That's so funny. But yeah, that sounds like a great fun time. It's a full day of fun. All right. So tell a friend about it. Tell a friend about it and tell another friend, because this sounds like a fun family event. And it's all going to a good cause. The money you're spending on a ticket is going to help children. It's going to help people all over, which is huge. Helping all these families and starting them on a career path, which is, again, I love these these programs you run. Yes, they are expensive. But let me tell you, if you're out here hearing our voices talk about this stuff, why don't you just help change someone's life that is a parent forever? Give them a career. There's nothing like the weight coming off your shoulders of knowing where your paycheck's coming from, knowing you can feed your family and that you don't have to worry about the unknown. You're not in a black hole. You're not because you know you can take care of your family because of the skills that you now have. And we need to help organizations help people get these skills. And these are families that, to give you an example, if it rains, because it's in Nogales, Sonora, Mm -hmm. if it rains, they their uh, ceiling comes up. They wow. have to go running and find the place inside the 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 earth to get themselves in while it finished raining. Wow. You know, yeah. these are very poor people. Extreme poverty is what yeah. we're talking about. Uh-huh. Frank, may I say something about yes. our members? Um, we have um, we welcome all members that would like to be a participant of this group because um, we're small. But we are very hard. I have we have very hardworking members, and not only they, but we also are very grateful to Lydia, the owner of El Mesquite, and her crew, because they have donated the site to us for the second time in a year, uh, in, in the years second or third, and um, also her crew of, of ladies has don is donating a lot of the things that we are required that are expensive, such as all the food and other um, 
acti- other activities, other things that they've programmed. So we're very grateful to them for their donations and grateful to our f- small group of members that are very hardworking, and we appreciate everyone. And, of course, you know, we welcome any new member that would like to join us, and we also, um, if you're not able to, we welcome your donations because it's going to a worthy cause. Yeah. And we're a nonprofit organization oh, as well. All my friends and, are. Anyone and, on here is all, it's only nonprofit. And just to let you know, right now uh, we really struggle with the money okay. to the point that, that we cover the groceries. We don't have enough money to cover for the groceries. So we, the members, cover for those groceries. Just out of your pockets. Huh? Yes. Out of pocket. Okay. Well, right. it sounds like you could use some more members. It sounds like that if you can't donate money, donate your time. That's what we always tell people mm-hmm. around here. But if you ain't got time because time is money, uh, donate that money because they could use some of that. Right. And we know that that's going to go to really, really good causes, really helping people just directly, just directly. And again, this is money that's already coming out of these people's pockets to keep this organization going. And I know that some of that is because of, well, is this a Mexican organization? Is this a, an organization that's not, you know, a USA bunch of come on. You got to realize that there's more to the world than just, you know, what you're comfortable with. And sometimes you got to realize that you got to help abroad, help out past borders, help out past your own interests. You, you see how it is. People don't often care about cancer until it's someone in their family that gets right. it. Look inside your heart, look inside who you are, and just realize that we're all people, right? And especially those children. Help these children out because that's what you want to do. You want to be helping kids out no matter where they're from or who they are because. I'll tell you, some of us have really gotten dealt a a tough hand, and some of us have not. And it's those of us that have not that really need to give a hand out to those kids. And these are our Mexican sisters. I mean, everybody's sisters. Yeah. Um, They represent our mothers, our aunts, our family in a way. So, um, but this is uh, important uh, that that we do receive some help. Yeah. Because we want to continue this program. It's doing a lot of good. And it's true. You heard it here. Let's not make them beg. Because today we made friends with Dr. Elena Parra, Vice President of PROMESA, as well as Irene Rodriguez, the President of PROMESA, a promise of help for those in need. Thank you for joining me today, ladies. Thank you. Thank you, Frank. This was Lifestyle Tucson. Bing bong bing. Time for recap. My heart goes out to some of my guests, but have you ever heard such a plea on Lifestyle Tucson? People need help. And Promesa is doing a lot of good for a lot of kids. Help them out. I had some conversations off mic and honestly, some stuff that was even, they didn't even want to talk about of how hard it can be. So it's really tough to deal with this stuff when it's right in your face, especially with kids. And I just want you to think about helping out Promesa because they're a unique group and helping Ecuadorian children in orphanage that were abandoned I mean, what more does one need to say? Those kids need an assist. There's an easy way to do it. That big event's coming up. It's a fundraiser for women and children who live in poverty. It's the third marathon on August 20th from 12 noon to 6.30 p.m. at the Mesquite Ballroom over at 7130 South Nogales Highway. There's going to be folkloric dances from Mexico, mariachi fashion shows, dancing with DJs, a good time for all, $15 a person, $25, and that includes food. So go get yourself stuffed and have a good time. Dance it off. Or go get all the details online as you donate over at promesateo.org. 
You can also find them on Instagram over at P Promesa. So at P Promesa, two P's there. And of course, give them that like on Facebook. Because I want to thank our new friends at Promesa for joining me today. You've been listening to Lifestyle Tucson. If you're a nonprofit that would like to be on the show, email lifestyletucson at gmail.com. For more information about this program or to listen to something you may have missed, go to the Sunday Mornings page on klpx.com, kfma.com, mixfm.com, or espntucson.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and Audible, or wherever fine podcasts are promised. Follow on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at Lifestyle Tucson, because I'm your BFF, Frank Powers, and Toot Toot Tucson, I love you the most. <laughs>